Alright, welcome. Happy Feast of Parim, everybody. Lada Dada and everybody. Welcome to the Feast of Parim nightly lesson. The Feast of Parim um, on this Tuesday evening with your host, Pastor Michael Smith, and co host, Sister Smith. If you are new to this page, this is your first time here, stay a while. Simply hit that follow button, turn on your notification bell so you'll be notified when we um, bring you this breaking news. Also, uh, hit that like button as you guys come in here. Hit this, hit that like button. Now, this is the Feast of Perim. The same way when we was in the world and we was excited to wake up in the morning on December 25th to... Open up our presence. The same way should we should be excited about this day here. These two days, actually these two days. Today and tomorrow. We should be excited about, you know what I'm saying? We should be rested. You know what I'm saying? We should be feasting. We should be giving. You know what I'm saying? We should be excited about this because this actually, this day actually means something. Versus Christmas, it don't mean a damn thing. But this day actually means something. This is the day that we, when we got victory over Emelec and his depopulation program. A very wide depopulation program. Actually, this wasn't, this wasn't, this was worse than what Pharaoh said to the midwives. Pharaoh wanted the uh, the midwives to slaughter the male child, but keep the female child alive. But here he is, Amalek wanted to do what? Eradicate every last Hebrew. So this day is very special. You know what I'm saying? This is the day when we got victory over our enemy. This is the day where the enemy who have who have put a stumbling block before us, the enemy who have set a trap before us, fell in their own trap. Wouldn't you like to see, you know what I'm saying, instead of us getting syphilis, wouldn't you like to see um, Amalek fall right into that same trap? Wouldn't you like to see, instead of us being plagued with crack cocaine in our communities, you have Emelec being plagued with methamphetamine? This is the day where the enemy, the tables turned. The trap that the enemy set, it was set on our enemy. This is the day. And the Lord made it possible because the Lord made it possible that Queen Esther, the Benjamite, will be shown favor in the king's eyes. The same way Moses was shown favor 
not to be killed, but to be just let loose to go in the wilderness. Because Pharaoh at the time was all powerful. And Pharaoh could have easily had Moses killed. But Pharaoh did not. Pharaoh just let Moses go in the wilderness. Hoping that he would die there. But little did he know. It was the most high God. Who caused Pharaoh to just not kill Moses. But let him go in the wilderness. And it was the most high God who. Nurtured him in the wilderness. The same way it was the most high God. Who nurtured us. In the wilderness. The same way it was the most high God. Who caused Esther. And. Mordecai to get the victory for the rest of us not being depopulated or eradicated because of filthy old Haman. Haman is an Amalekite. Now, what is this day about? We are going to go. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, we got to pray in. Our Father, our Father, which art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. On earth. As it is in heaven. Give us this day. Our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those that trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom. For the power and the glory. Power. Glory. Forever and ever. Forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Alright, everybody, mute your phones. Everybody mute your phones and so that we can go ahead and get started. Sister Smith? Yes. Alright, you ready? What's that first scripture we got? First scripture is Esther. Chapter 9, verse 20 through 22. The book of Esther, chapter 9, verse 20 through 22. The book of Esther, chapter 9, verse 22-22. The reason for this holy day. Understand, this holy day is recorded in the heavenly tables. Understand that the same way we keep this holy day here on earth, the same way we rehearse this holy day here on earth, the angels, which is in the heavens, is doing the same exact thing. So as we doing this right now tonight, as we all gather together right now tonight, as we feast right now tonight, as we drink, as we give right now tonight, it is done, it is being done at the exact same time. This is what's so special about doing these holy days on the proper days that it's supposed to be done because you will be in perfect line. You are in perfect line. The heavens are doing it and the heavens opens up and there goes your blessings. 
That see the enemy, you won't know say the Bible says in the book of uh, Isaiah, they thought to change times and laws. They thought to change times and laws. Why did they think to change times and laws? Why did they change the new year from March to January 1st? Why did they do this? Why did they change, you know what I'm saying, the Feast of Purim from February to, I don't know when they celebrate the Feast of Purim. I think it's somewhere in March. Why did they do this? Because they wanted to. They wanted us to be off course. They wanted us to be... See, everything they do is because of us. Because as long as we are off course, they win. As long as we are off course, you pray, you don't get answered. Why? Because you are off course. You are off course. Have you ever worked on an assembly line before? When that when that assembly line belt you know what I'm saying? It's off course. The whole assembly line is off course. And the and the, the flow of the products that is coming down the assembly line is now not going in line with the proper order. Now it's all delayed. It's all mushed up. It's all out of order. Well, we have to be in the proper order of the heavenly table. The windows of heaven opens up and your blessings come down. Why? Because the Lord smiles down when you are in order. That's the that's the most beautiful thing about it. So that's why it's important to keep these days. It's important to follow these days according to the way the scripture says follow. Let's go ahead and hear. We're in the book of Esther, chapter 9, verse what? Morning. 9 verse 20. Go ahead, line upon line. And Mordecai wrote these things. And Mordecai wrote these things. Understand, Mordecai wrote these things because Mordecai was given the ring. Mordecai was given the king's ring. Esther was given this Amalekite's house. And Esther was given power and rulership over Everything that Haman was had rulership over. And Haman had rulership. Haman was second in command up under the king. Now, being that Queen Esther obtained, obtained power, Esther obtained that same power that Haman, that the Amalekite, that that Esau right, that that, you know what I'm saying, that wicked Haman then had power over. Esther had power over. And what did Esther do? Esther, like a modest woman, Esther followed the law. And what did Esther do? Esther gave the power over to the man. Esther gave the power when Esther was given the power because the king gave Esther Amos house. Esther quickly gave it to the man, which is Mordecai, gave him the ring, which was now Mordecai's. Not only that, Mordecai had all of the royal garment, all, all of the authority. So that's so Mordecai had the authority 
to now write the laws. And here go Mordecai. He wrote a written law. And what was his written law? Read it. And sent letters unto all the the Jays. Oh no, no, you, you can say you can say Jews now on this one. We could we just couldn't say it on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? But so he sent executive orders. You know how Donald Trump and Joe Biden write executive orders, and whatever executive orders they write, the uh, states got to follow. Well, this is what Mordecai did. He wrote executive orders for what? Go ahead. That were in all the province of the king Ahasuerus, both not near and far. Verse verse 21. To establish this among them. To establish what among them? To establish this law. To establish this holy day. This holy day got to be established. So it's already been established and it's already written. It's already written on the heavenly tables. Why wasn't we following it? And you wonder why you was out of order? Because you wasn't following what was established from the beginning. Go ahead. That they should keep the 14th day the 14th of the month. day. That is today. Go ahead. And the 15th day. And the 15th day, that is tomorrow, this Mordecai established this, that we should keep the 14th day and the 15th day, go ahead. Of the same yearly. Of the same, every year. Not skipping one, but every year this must be kept. Go ahead. Verse 22. As the day wherein the Jews rested from their enemies. What? The Jews rested from their enemies. Because before Mordecai and Queen Esther obtained, obtained power, the Jews had to be constant look over there. Can you imagine you going to take your children to school? You driving, you got to constantly look in your rearview mirror. You looking back. You 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 know what I'm saying? Because people are after you. That's how the Jews had to live back then. Because of the decree that this Amalekite done put out that every Jew be killed. So we had to, you know what I'm saying? Imagine going to the corner store. You got to look. You got to look. That's how the Jew was. We had to look. We had to look over our shoulder. You know what I'm saying? We hear a car backfiring. We ducking and looking out the window to see if they coming. That's how we was. We was like crackheads who just took a hit and peeking out windows talking about they coming. That's how we was. So this day, the 14th day... And the 15th day is a day of your rest. You rest, you eat, you feast, you drink, you give portions. You give gifts to the poor. Go ahead. 
and the month which was turned unto them from sorrow to joy. Mm-hmm. So, so the days that we lived out of Haman's decree, we was in pure sorrow. Our life really hang in the balance. What does the Bible say in the book of Deuteronomy? And thy life shall hang in the balance. <laughs> And that means you don't know when you are going to go. That's how we live. But that have been turned from sorrow to joy. From sorrow to joy. The trap that your enemy have laid for you has been turned on their own head. So this is a statue forever unto all of our generations that everybody must keep. And guess what? If you have a servant in your household, they got to keep it. You know what I'm saying? If whoever is up under your authority, they must keep the same day that you keep. Your household got to be in order. That's how that goes. You know what I'm saying? And this is and let me tell you something. We are the ones that experience this, not Emelak. Not Amalek. For all you people who don't know who Amalek is, well, the children of Haman, Haman is Bill Gates. The children of Haman is Clive Davis. The children of Haman is Jimmy Iovine, Leo Cohen, you know what I'm saying? Kevin Lyles. These are all the children of Haman because these are all Agagites. These are called all Amalekites. You know what I'm saying? They're all in the same family. They're all in the same family and they all practicing that same evil trait to get rid of you. Is not Bill Gates following after the same trait of his ancestors? Haman, get rid of you. All, you know what I'm saying? Jimmy Iovine following after the same traits of his ancestor, Haman. How? Because he's the one that's in charge of signing these artists that is not to influence you into good, influence you into keeping the Feast of Purim, but influencing you to break every commandment that the Lord says keep. Mm-mm-mm. Go ahead, Sister Smith. And from morning into a good day. And from morning into a good day. So this is a good day. So it should be no reason why you complaining. It should be no reason why you are murmuring. It should be no reason why you are upset, grouchy. You know what I'm saying? Can't can't seem to keep a straight face, a smile on your face. You just finding every every which way to be mad. You know what I'm saying? You can't find nobody to be mad at, so you mad at yourself. That's a demon. That's a demon. When you cannot find, when you cannot find nothing to be mad at, or nobody to be mad at, you got now you are mad at yourself. Oh, my breast is sagging. What's wrong with them? Oh Lord, damn! You know what I'm saying? Maybe I need some um implants or something. Lord, Lord, Lord! 
You know what I'm saying? Who's this ringing my doorbell now? You cannot be like that. The Lord did not call you into aggy-tagginess. The Lord did not call you into that type of mindset. The Lord called you into joy. Especially on this day. Go ahead. That they should make them days of feasting and joy. That ye shall make yourself a day of feasting. That's eating. That's eating. And being joyful while doing it. Go ahead. And of sending portions one to another and gifts to the poor. So you don't only eat for yourself. You eat and you send somebody else a plate. You give somebody else a plate. You give somebody else a plate. And you give gifts to the poor. Ain't that sound familiar to you? That sound familiar. What do we do at Christmas time when we was heathens doing these heathenistic customs with this damn Christmas tree and these presents? What was we doing? We did on Christmas time out of all the other days of December. We wait till around Christmas time to see the poor and want to give him a dollar or want to give him uh, a, a plate of food or buy him some food. We wait till Christmas time to do this, right? Sister Smith. Yes. How many people you know or see that, you know what I'm saying, you haven't seen them do nothing good all year, but when Christmas time come around, they are so given. Oh, I've seen them uh, quite a few that does that. Quite a few. Out of all the years, they are Oscar the Grouch. But when it come Christmas time, when it come time to celebrate Nimrod, they are cheerful givers. And and when they give, what do they say, Sister Smith? What do they say after they done gave the poor something? What, Merry Christmas? <laughs> Letting you know why they doing it. Letting you know why they doing it. But this is pagan. And they say, and they do this, and they say, we doing this for the Lord. Some people say, we doing this for the Lord. Some people say, God bless you. Bless you. Don't some say that, Sister Smith? Yes. God bless you. Bless you. You know what I'm saying? Because they think that Christmas is Christ. When Christmas is Nimrod. Christmas is Nimrod. Christmas is not Christ. So when you say in God bless you after you engage something because of Christmas, what God are you calling to be blessed in them? Nimrod. You know what I'm saying? Nothing is being happening. Listen, you are not being blessed on Christmas because nothing is happening in the heavenly tables on December 25th. Nothing is happening. 
none of your deeds is being recognized on December 25th because nothing is happening because that is not the holy day. Uh-oh. And Sister Smith then um hold up. Sister Smith then hold up. Something wrong with Sister Smith's phone. Sister Smith, you there? Oh. Oh, she calling back. Okay, there she go. Phone, yeah. phone hung up. Yeah, you got to yes, forgive uh, that. You know what I'm saying? A lot of strange things been going on. Can you hear me, Sister Smith? No, she can't hear me? Huh. A lot of strange things been going on uh, uh, on this feast day. A lot of strange things. But... December 25th is Nimrod's birthday. You cannot give, you know what I'm saying, gifts on Christmas or bless somebody on Christmas and say you're doing it for the Lord. Because what do the Most High God says? I hate, I despise your feast days and I will not smell in your solemn assembly. What do we do on Christmas? We feast. The Lord said he hates your feast days. You know what I'm saying? What do you do on Christmas? You assemble. The Lord said he will not smell in your solemn assembly. Especially on these pagan days. Ain't nothing happening on the heavenly table. Nothing. You know what I'm saying? But yet we give gifts and we happy. We joyous. Why can't we have that same joy on the day that the Lord appointed for us to have that joy? Read that last line again, Sister Smith, where it says, where we give a a feast and and give portions. Okay. uh, And of the day of feasting and joy and offerings, portions one to another and gifts to the poor. And gifts to the poor. That's when we are supposed to give to the poor. Not because of Nimrod, but because of what Christ, because of what the Most High have done for us when we was about to be eradicated off the face of this earth. That's when we are supposed to give gifts to the poor because that is a reason to celebrate and be cheerful and be given and be thankful. That is a reason for that. Not for Nimrod, but for Purim. Go ahead, Sister Smith. Okay. Um, we're going into the book of Psalms. Chapter 83, verse 5. Psalms, chapter 83, verse 5. Go ahead. For they have consulted together with one consent. Who is this that have consulted together against one consent? The same people that is part of Haman's lineage. The same people that is part of Haman's lineage, nationality. The same people is the same people that have always plotted against you Israelites to destroy you Israelites. To this day, 
They have still doing this. What you think crack, that crack era was all about? Plotted against you Israelites. What do you think, you know what I'm saying? What do you think, um, them promoting, what do you think the white man promoting OnlyFans pages to Negro women for? Because before OnlyFans pages was promoted to black people who only had OnlyFans pages. It was only white people. Until black celebrities started promoting OnlyFans pages as a source to take your clothes off to make money. And now you got black women getting OnlyFans pages to further come away from the law. Because that is against the law that a woman do that. That's the plotting against you. That's them. You know what I'm saying? They always hated you. What you think the welfare system was really about? Do you think it really was to help you? No, it wasn't. It was to destroy you. Because once the black man is away from you, your nation is destroyed. A nation without the man is destroyed, people. <laughs> Look at this. Look at Esau. Esau women. White women knows. Real white women know that if without their white man, they are destroyed. Nine times out of ten, when you see a white woman, you see that white woman with that white man. <laughs> you really, really see white baby mamas. Let's see. Sister Smith? Yes. The average white woman, I'm not talking about the ghetto-fied white women. I'm not talking about the hood-fied white women. The average white woman, have you ever seen baby mamas at a massive rate? No. Mm -mm. Why? Because they know better. Look at Stormy Daniels. No matter how much she was hoeing, she knows better not to have multiple children by multiple men. Most of the white women know who their baby daddy is. And most of the white women have their baby daddies in their lives. Look at the Arab women. The only group of women that is acting independently from the man is the black Latin is the Israelite woman. That's the only ones. That's systematically done through Haman's lineage. Through Haman's lineage. Through Emelech's lineage. 
the same Amalekites that is running the earth today is the same Amalekites who is, read that scripture again. Okay. Uh, for they have consulted together with one consent. They have consulted together with one consent. The same way Haman consulted together with one consent, and that is to get rid of you, is the same way Haman's relatives, which is Bill Gates, which is Jimmy Iovine, Clive David, all of the Amalekites of today, is doing the same thing. One consent to get rid of you. To get rid of you. Or destroy you. Or to keep you away from coming back to the perfect line of the Lord. The perfect order of the Lord. Anything to keep you from gathering. Anything to keep you from being back in order. They all fought. Go ahead. They are confederate against thee. Ooh. They are confederate against thee. Now you do know what confederate means. Everybody knows that. So, to all of you all who want to say, oh, you are confederate. You, you are that R word. No, we're not that. The people who are that R word is the people that is formed together against you to separate you, to cause you to fall. That's that R word. That's what that R word is. They are confederate against thee. They always been. Nothing changed. Nothing changed ever since Jacob and Esau. When Jacob said, when the days of mourning for my father are complete, I'm going to slay my brother Jacob. All the way from the beginning, the line of Amalek has been on a mission to destroy Israel. When we left Israel, when we left Egypt, Amalek, was the ones that was attacking us from the back. Slaughtering our elderly and weak. What does Amalek doing today? Focusing on the weak of us. And who is that? The women. Where are the women? That's who they focus on. If they can get the women to turn against the man, which that's what they're doing today. Look at the rapper Lotto. That's a weapon right there against the man. Just listen to her music. In her music, you can hear the um, confederacy against the black man. Listen to Nicki Minaj's music. Even though she's so-called married to a man, listen to her music. The lyric that you hear, it sounds like confederacy against a black man. Listen to Cardi B. Even though she's so-called married to a black man, listen to her music. 
It sounds like confederacy against a black man. <laughs> That's all you got to do. All you have to do is just listen to the music. And listen to Megan Thee Stallion. Even though she's so cool with a man, her music sounds like confederacy against a black man. That's that crafty counsel. That's 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 that you know what I'm saying? Consulted together against thee. That's that confederacy against the black man. When the black man is the backbone to the black family. The same way the white man is the backbone to the white family. The Arab man is the backbone to the Arab family. The Chinese man is the backbone to the Chinese family. You know what I'm saying? In every nation, the man is the backbone. The African man is the backbone to the African family. But yet we are the only race of people whose women think that they are the backbone to the black family. That is that crafty counsel that Haman has spurred in you guys' minds. Go ahead. Okay. Um, still in Psalms chapter 83, verse 2. Psalms chapter 83, verse 2. Psalms chapter 83, verse 2. Go ahead. For lo, thy enemies made a tumult. Tumult, uh-huh. And, and they that hate thee have lifted up their head. They hate you. Haman hated you. You know what I'm saying? Agag hated you. Amalek hate you. you. Do you think it changed now? Do you think you really going to have justice in the land of Amalek? In the land that is ruled by Amalek? Do you think you're going to have any type of justice? Why are you marching? Do you think you're going to have peace in, in a land ruled by Amalek? No. You have peace in the Lord. Go ahead. Uh, Psalms 83 verse 6 Psalms 83 verse 6 so now who is these people that is confederate against you go ahead the tabernacle the tabernacles of Edom of Edom that's all I wanted to hear the tabernacles of Edom the lineage of Haman Haman's relatives is the tabernacles of Edom. That's the main ones that is plotting against you. The main ones is the tabernacles of Edom. That's Haman's family. That's Haman's lineage. That's who's plotted against you. And who's right behind? Who is right behind the tabernacles of Haman's family? Who's right behind Haman? Let's see who's let's see who is right behind Haman that is plotted against you. Read that next line. Okay. Uh and the Ishmaelites. Ooh, the Ishmaelites is right behind Haman. The Ishmael, the Arabs is right behind Haman. 
and plotted against you to destroy you. The Ishmaelites is the Arabs, is the ones with them bodegas and gas stations in your community. They are right behind Haman's family, uh, the tabernacles at Edom, in destroying you. Look at that. Now you can go to the next book, sister. Okay. You're going to Revelations chapter 2, verse 9. Revelations chapter 2, verse 9. For more proof on who is Haman's relatives, Haman's lineage. These people have plotted against you. And to this day, these people is still plotting against you. These people are the ones that finance the transatlantic slave trade to put you in slavery. These are the same people. These is Haman's lineage, Haman's family. Go ahead, Revelations 2, verse 9. I know thy works and tribulations. So he knows our works. He knows our tribulations. The Lord knows our works. The Lord knows us. He knows that we are going through tribulations right now. Go ahead. And poverty. He knows that we are poor. He knows that we have to go to Haman's family for want of all things, like the book of Deuteronomy chapter 28 says. He knows that we would have to go to Haman's companies to get whatever we want to get. If we want water, we got to go to Poland Spring which is Haman's company. If we want food, we got to go to Kraft Foods and, you know what I'm saying, and Cisco Foods, which is Haman's company, to get food. He know when we need clothing, we would have to go to Haman's designers to get clothing. He knows if we need housing, we would have to go to Haman's finance companies to get the financing to get housing. He knows this, the Lord says. Go ahead. But thou art rich. But if we are rich, we're going through all of this, but we are rich. How are we rich? We are Amalek's worst nightmare. That's how we are rich. We are Amalek's worst nightmare when we are perfectly back in the order that the Lord has caused us to be in. He know we are his nightmare. His nightmare is that if we just get mm-hmm. back in line, if we just get back in line, and walk according to the laws of God. If we just start keeping and rehearsing these righteous acts of the Feast of Purim, the Passover, the Feast of Weeks, all of the holy days. You know what I'm saying? If we just keep the Sabbath day, he knows that we are his worst nightmare. We are his worst nightmare. And that's what he can stand. That's how we are rich. Because no matter how much they depopulate us, we just continue to come out like roaches. You know what I'm saying? We continue to... They squash one of us, seven more 
come out of that one squashed roach. We just comes out. Out. That's us. And that's what he don't like. That's why he we are rich. Because we we you put us anywhere. We outdo it. Whatever we do, if we are working in an ice factory next to Esau, we are the best damn ice workers in the ice factory. If you put us on the back of the garbage truck, Esau is on one side of the garbage truck and Jacob is on the other side of the garbage truck and we just driving down the streets, the garbage truck stopping, we get off and grab the garbage can and put it in the back of the garbage truck. We are the best garbage picker uppers. Beating Esau. Whatever we do. If you put us on a racetrack, we the best racers. You put us on a football field, we the best football players. Hockey, you name it. We are the best. You know what I'm saying? We, you know what I'm saying? You make us criminals. We are the best criminals. You know what I'm saying? You make us liars. We the best liars. It is nothing that Israel cannot do better than anybody else. <laughs> it is nothing. We are the best at everything. That's how we are rich. But here we go. But who is Haman's family? Go ahead. And I know the blaspheme of them which say they are Jews. Ooh. So the Lord knows our trials and tribulation, and he also know the blasphemy of Haman's family, Amalekites. He know the blasphemy of Bill Gates. He know the blasphemy of Tommy Matola. He know the blasphemy of Jimmy Iovine. He know the blasphemy of Clive Davis. He know the blasphemy of Leo Cohen, Kevin Lyles. He know the blasphemy of Vlad TV. He know the blasphemy of Koch Records. He know the blasphemy of them that call themselves us. Because it's blasphemy for you to call yourself a child of the Most High, and you're not. What? The, read the next verse. Uh, but are the synagogue of Satan. Okay. Read that again. I know the blasphemy. Okay. I know the blasphemy of them which they say are Jews. Mm-hmm. And are not. And are not. So the Lord said they are not. This is the Lord saying they are not. The Lord said, I know them, I know they, you know what I'm saying, call themselves Jews, but they are not. So, so see, this why, instead of them sitting down with us and opening up the Bible and explaining to us why we shouldn't say that we are Jews, you know what I'm saying? Because if, if a person say that they are Jews, surely... Instead of trying to shut them up, point them into the direction of the truth so that they can have the understanding and they won't say that they are Jews no more. But you see, they can't do that. They can't do that. Because if you open up that book, it will point 
every, it'll show you who came from the Caucasus Mountains. It'll show you who came from Mount Seir. It'll show you. And it'll show you who they are. So that's why instead of sitting us down and showing us where we're wrong at, they just rather shut us up. And that's what liars love to do. Liars rather shut up the truth rather than confront the truth and show the truth the truth. Because they're liars. They're liars. So they're either rather shut you up or move out the way. And that's what Amalek loved to do. They hide in darkness. They throw a rock and hide their hand. But go ahead. But uh, the synagogue of Satan. So they are the synagogue of Satan. What is a synagogue? A synagogue is a building where you worship at, right? And if they are the synagogue of Satan, and they are the ones that worship in Satan's house, what are they? Worshippers of Satan. They worship Satan flat out. Go ahead. Okay, we're going into the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 15, verse 9 through 23. 1 Samuel, chapter 15, verse 9 through 23. 1 Samuel, chapter 15, verse 9 through 23. Go ahead. But Saul and the people spare a God and the best of the sheep. See, Saul was given an order to destroy Amalek, to destroy Agag, Agag, to destroy him. Saul was given an order to destroy the tabernacles of Edom. Instead, the greed of Saul spared Edom. The greed of Saul. And he said he did this for the Lord. How many people you know who say, regardless of Christmas as pagan, they are getting together in the name of Jesus. How many people say they are giving you this gift for the Lord on Christmas? How many people say they gathering together on Thanksgiving for the Lord? How many people who say they doing pagan things but give credit to the Lord for doing pagan things? How many people do this? A lot of people. I'll give you another example. If the Lord told you to go and burn down Walmart with everything in it, but yet you, before you burn down Walmart, you go into Walmart and take all of the big screen TVs out of Walmart and you give it to the poor and then you burn down Walmart and you said I'm going to save these TVs because there's no sense for these brand new TVs to burn down I'm going to give these TVs to those who don't have TVs 
and I'm doing it. You know what I'm saying? It's a good deed. The Lord will love me for this. No, the Lord won't because the Lord told you to go to Walmart and burn down Walmart with everything in it. You and your mind wanted to savage them goods because that's what you wanted to do. Don't say that the Lord is going to bless you for something that you want to do when the Lord told you to do this. When the Lord told you to do this, you do that and you say the Lord is going to bless you for it. Well, that's what Saul did. So let's go ahead and hear what Saul did. Go ahead. And the best of the sheep and of the oxen and of the fattenings and the lambs and all that was good. Go ahead. And would not utterly destroy them. But everything that was vile and refused that they destroyed utterly. Now right there, it's telling you how greedy Saul was. You know what I'm saying? Don't nobody want that bicycle with the flat tire. So he'll get rid of that bicycle with the flat tire and keep that bicycle with both of his good tires on it. You know what I'm saying? Don't nobody want that car that's a, with a blown head gasket. So he's going to get rid of that car with a blown head gasket and keep the car, you know what I'm saying, that runs. So he just got rid of all of the things that don't work. You know what I'm saying? He got, he got rid of that, you know what I'm saying, that gutted outhouse, you know what I'm saying, that is going to take a thousand what dollars to fix and he's going to keep that, you know what I'm saying, that brand new house. So all he did was got rid of all of the things that don't work and kept all of the things that work. He did this because he wanted to do it. Go ahead. Then came the word of the Lord unto Samuel, saying, Go ahead. Verse 11. It repenteth me that I have set up Saul to be king. Look at that. It, it repenteth the Lord that he set Saul up to be king. <laughs> Go ahead. For he is turned back from following me. He hath turned back from following the Most High. Why? Because of his own greed. Because because what he wants. Because he followed his mind instead of following what the Lord say do. How many people today follow their mind instead of following what the Lord say do? Oh, too many people. You got a lot of people in the Christian church today. Who's still in the Christian church because they're following their mind and not following what the Lord say do. You know how? You are following your mind and not the Lord. Because you all are still in the Christian church. What are you learning? Hmm. What in in the Christian church is the pastor teaching you that is going to put you back in the rightful order of the Lord? Nothing. Because he's still teaching you how to celebrate Christmas. He's still teaching you. Matter of fact, 
on Christmas time, he have a big Nimrod tree sitting right in the church. So that's how you'll follow in your mind instead of following what the Lord say do. You follow in your mind. You follow your mind. How many, how many women went out on this day called Valentine's Day? <laughs> a lot. A lot. I was looking at the TV and all they was doing was talking about, oh, love is in the air. If you really want to know what Valentine's Day means, <coughs> you, well, I'll tell you that after this. <laughs> Just, i give you a hint. Turn that heart. See that box of chocolates? It's in the shape of a heart. Just turn it sideways. Just tell me what it looked like. And I'll save the rest for after the class. And I will let you know. What Valentine's Day represent? <laughs> Lord, Lord, Lord. Anyway, go ahead, Sister Smith. And has not performed my commandment. You have not performed the Lord's commandment. Go ahead. And it's grief. Samuel. Mm hmm. Go ahead. And, and he cried unto the Lord all night. Mm hmm. Go ahead. Verse 12. And when Samuel rose early to meet Saul in the morning, mm hmm. Go ahead. It was told Samuel, saying, Saul came to came to camel and behold the he set him up a place mm -hmm. and is gone about mm -hmm. go ahead and passed on go ahead and gone down to Gagil mm -hmm. Gilgai mm -hmm. go ahead verse 13 and Samuel came to Saul Mm -hmm. And Saul said unto him, Blessed be thou of the Lord. Saul said, Blessed be of the Lord. Ain't that what these Christians be saying all day long? Blessed be of the Lord. Blessed be the rock of my salvation. Blessed be, blessed be, blessed be. Don't they love saying that? They love saying that while going to church on Easter. They love saying that while as being as wicked as hell in their mind. You know what I'm saying? They love saying, blessed be the Lord when they hating their sister. Blessed be the Lord they hating their brother. Evil intentions in their mind. But yet they love saying, blessed be the Lord. Oh, yeah, blessed be the Lord. The Lord is this and the Lord is that. Oh, I can't stand her. You know what I'm saying? I can't stand. Look at her smacking her teeth. You know, look at her all, all up. You know what I'm saying? In the front row of the church with that big ten-gallon hat. You see, <laughs> they we cannot be like that. 
Because the Lord knows our heart, which is our mind. You cannot worship the Lord with a forked tongue. You cannot. You cannot say, I love the Lord out of one side of your mouth. And then out of the other side of your mouth, you saying, you know what I'm saying? Oh, Lord. You know what I'm saying? Mumbling and murmuring and, 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 and you know what I'm saying? And just hateful. And you cannot do that. Because you won't be fooling nobody but yourself. Because the Lord knows your heart, which is your mind. The Lord knows your heart, which is your mind. But here he is, Saul, knowing, talk, he's, Saul is talking with a forked tongue. Saul know what he did. He knows and he intentionally destroyed all of the things that don't work and kept all of the things that did work and say that he did this for the Lord. When So he's saying that he did this for the Lord when he know what the Lord say do. But he's constantly saying he did it for the Lord. That's talking with a forked tongue. Your mind is greedy. One half of your mind is greedy. And the other half of your mind is saying, Blessed be the Lord. Go ahead. I have performed the commandment of the Lord. Look at that. He's proud when he said, I have done this for the Lord. I have done the Lord's work. You know what I'm saying? I done went and gave these thousands of turkeys. You know what I'm saying? I held a turkey drive on Thanksgiving. And I gave a hundred, I gave a thousand turkeys away to a lot of people. I have done this on the Lord, for the Lord. But on Thanksgiving, on a pagan day, on a day that celebrates the slaughter of your brothers and sisters, the Native Americans. You have done this for the Lord? <laughs> really? Or did you do it for yourself? Or did you do this, you know what I'm saying, for yourself? For, for, to get praises of men? What, who, what, what did you do it for? Go ahead. Verse 14. And Samuel said, What meaneth then this feet bleeding of the sheep? But this all said. Saul said, so you have done the commandments of the Lord. Why do I hear all of these sheep going bad? These are Haman. This, this, this is uh, Agag sheep. Why do I hear Agag sheep going bad? They're supposed to be dead. Why do I hear Agag sheep? Go ahead. In my ear. In my ear. Go ahead. And the lowing of the oxen which I hear. Why do I hear Agag's oxen in my ear? Agag's oxen are supposed to be dead. Why do I hear Agag's oxen in my ear if you did the commandment of the Lord? Go ahead. Verse 15. And Saul said, They have brought them from the Amalekite for the people spare the best of the sheep and of the oxen to sacrifice unto the Lord thy God. See that? So he said, they have brought them from the white man. They have brought them from the tabernacles of Edom. 
for the Lord, the sacrifice unto the Lord. Ain't that like what we do? On pagan Thanksgiving, we give away turkeys and we give food away on pagan Thanksgiving and we say, God bless you. Bless you, brother. Bless you, sister. This is what this is this is us our hypocritical ass what we do on Thanksgiving. Known on a known pagan day, on a known day that our Native American brothers and sisters were slaughtered. We are giving plates away. Plates of bless you, brother. Bless you, sister. God bless you, brother. God bless you, sister. Bless you, brother. Bless you, sister. Oh, they all oh, they say that all day long. Never mind it's a day that you know what I'm saying your brothers and sisters were slaughtered by the millions. Never mind that. Bless you, brother. Bless you, sister. Hey, you want some extra stuffing? You so you want some cranberry sauce? Here, here, take the big turkey leg. Here, how you want your turkey barbecue? Here, here you go. Bless you, brother. Bless you, sister. Oh, they the most givingest persons, right? Oh, we did this for the Lord. Oh, they do it, and 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 then after Thanksgiving, just a couple of couple of weeks later, here comes Christmas. Here you go, brother. Here you go, sister. They go to the store. You know what I'm saying? They see that homeless man standing outside the store begging for change. They come out the store, and the change that they got from the cashier, they're giving it to that homeless man. Here you go. Merry Christmas, brother. Merry Christmas, sister. Thank you, brother. Thank you, sister. Because it's Christmas. They doing it for the Lord. You know what I'm saying? They do. Thank you, brother. Thank you, sister. Oh, hypocritical asses. You know good and well. You, you don't mean that. You know good and well. These are pagan days. You know good. You, you doing these deeds, you're not being seen. You being, you're not being seen by the Most High. You may be being seen by man. You may get praises of man, but you ain't getting praises from the Most High for that. You got to do it on the proper days, like today and tomorrow. That's when you are seen. That's when your works are being seen. That's when your deeds are being seen. When you listen to the Lord, not when you don't listen. Go ahead. And the rest we have utterly destroyed. Go ahead. Verse 16. Then Samuel said unto Saul, Stay, and I will tell thee what the Lord has said to me this night. Mm-hmm. Stay. I'm going to tell you. See it right here. I'm going to tell you. Since you don't want to tell me the darkness of your own mind, because let me tell you something, people. For all of you people who um, portray or think that you are hiding something, the Bible says in the book of Isaiah, your continents bear witness of your sin. So to all of you people who think that you're hiding something, you're not. So you might as well just come on out and say it. Saul was better off saying, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't, you know what I'm saying? I couldn't just let that good ox go away, go to waste. I couldn't let them sheep go to waste. I just had to have it. I know the Lord told me to destroy everything. 
But uh, I just let the greed get the best of me. I had to have it. Instead of coming out and saying that, you lie or you 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 make an excuse for doing what you did. You make an excuse for saying what you said. You make an excuse for it. This is what Saul did. Making an excuse for doing what he did. A lot of us do that same thing. Make an excuse for doing what we did. Instead of, you know what I'm saying, a lot of people, you know what I'm saying, a lot of men, you know what I'm saying, um, um, cheat, if, if, if you have a man who maybe cheated on his wife, he'll come up with an excuse. Oh, well, you're not home all the time. You know what I'm saying? I gotta have it. You know what I'm saying? What am I supposed to do? You know what I'm saying? You was gone. That's an excuse. Instead of saying, you are wicked as hell. You don't follow the law. You want to do what you wanted to do. You wanted to have your cake and eat it. Instead of just coming out and telling the truth, you make an excuse for doing what you want to do. We have to be honest. Where's the honesty amongst Israel at? It's not a, you know what I'm saying? And to, and to the holy rollers who say that they love the Most High, where's the honesty at? That's why with me, my mouth is like diarrhea. I can't hold water. If something happened, I'm going to tell it. Even if it's to me, I'm going to tell it. Why? Because it's best to be honest than to keep this stuff bottled up inside you and then tell a lie to cover up the truth. It's better to just come on out with it. Why? Because number one, it frees you up. Number one, it frees you up from the attacks of Satan. It frees you up from, you know what I'm saying, uh, depression. It It frees you up from anxiety. It frees you up from all health issues. That's number one. And it also, you know what I'm saying, the Bible says, ye shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. The truth frees you up. You hiding something. You ain't doing nothing but hindering your own blessing. You ain't doing nothing but causing your own self a whole lot of health issues by hiding or not speaking. Oh, I'm not going to tell him that. You know what I'm saying? Because all he going to do is just tell me the truth. Say, I don't want the truth. I don't want to know the truth. I want to know what I know. What I'm, what, what's in my head. I want to know what's in my head. You know what I'm saying? Because what's in my head is not doing nothing. The truth shall set you free. No matter how, how, no matter how much you don't want to hear the truth versus what you, what's going on. No matter how much you don't want to hear the truth, you need to hear the truth because that is what's going to set you free. See, that's what the devil used. The devil said, no, don't tell, don't, don't tell him that. You know what I'm saying? Hang up the phone. Just hang up the phone. Just hang up the phone. 
I want you to I want you to wallow in your misery. Hang up the phone. Don't talk to nobody. Be a hermit. That's what the devil wants you to do. And guess what that does? That leaves you in a miserable mind state. That leaves you in a miserable mind state. You are miserable because the devil got you in a box where you don't want to speak. Because you, when you speak, you do not want to hear the truth. Because the truth is going to cut you. And you will have no choice but to change. Go ahead. And he said unto him, Say on. Say on. Go ahead. Verse 17. And Samuel said, When thou was little in thy own sight. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Wasn't thou not made the head of the tribe of Israel? Wasn't thou not made the head of the tribe of Israel? Of the tribe of Israel. When I was little. Go ahead. And the Lord anointed thee king over Israel. And the Lord anointed him king over Israel. Go ahead. Verse 18. And the Lord sent thee on a journey and said, Go. And utterly destroyed the sinners, the uh, Imalak, Imalak, like Ike. Mm-hmm. So the Lord sent Saul on a mission, a job. He sent Saul to do a job to utterly destroy Imalak. Who is Imalak? Well, the children of Imalak is Bill Gates, um, Lloyd Leo Cohen, Kevin Lyles. Clive Davis, uh, Jimmy Iovine, and people like that. Those are Amalekites. That is the children of Amalek. That is the children of Amen. Amen. That is who the Lord sent Saul to utterly destroy. And what did he do? He did not do it because of the greed of his own heart. Go ahead. And fight against them until they be consumed. Mm-mm-mm. Fight against them until they be consumed. Go ahead. Uh, this is First uh, Samuel chapter chapter fifteen, verse nineteen. First Samuel fifteen, verse nineteen. First Samuel chapter fifteen, verse nineteen. Go ahead. Wherefore then is didst thou not obey the voice? Of the Lord. So why didn't you obey the voice of the Lord? When the Lord told you Christmas is pagan, why you continue to celebrate Christmas? When the Lord told you that Thanksgiving is pagan, why did you continue to celebrate Thanksgiving? When the Lord told you that we're in Babylon and you must separate yourself from amongst them, why didn't you listen? When the Lord told you that the Christian church is pagan, why didn't you remove yourself? Why didn't you remove yourself? Why didn't you listen? When the Lord told you through his prophets that you was Israel, why did you continue to believe that you was African? Why didn't you listen? Go ahead. 
but it is fly upon the spoil. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. It's evil in the sight of the Lord. So it's evil when you don't listen to the Lord. When you do the opposite of what the Lord say do, when you do the opposite of the commandments, guess what? Now you are doing evil. Go ahead. Verse 20. And Saul said unto Samuel, Yea, I have obeyed the voice of the Lord. Hmm. And, and so he insisted on he's obeying the voice of the Lord. When the Lord told him to destroy all of them, all of all of Bill Gates' relatives, all of Jimmy Iovine's relatives, all of Clive Davis' relatives, the Lord told him to destroy. But yet, he says he obeyed him. Go ahead. And have gone. Just a minute. Oh. God way which the Lord sent me. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. And have brought Agai, the king of Imalak, and have utterly destroyed the Imalakites. So he destroyed the Imalakites. He destroyed most of Esau's lineage, but he left one man alive. What can happen with this one white man that's left alive, Sister Smith? Well, he can produce. He can produce. He can make more Amalekites. <laughs> so, what was the purpose of you doing this, Saul? Because Amalek you know, was the king and you know what I'm saying? And you, was, you made a deal with the devil. You made a deal. The Lord told you to destroy the devil. And you made a deal with the devil. Kind of like what the people, our people do today. Instead of running from the devil, our people makes a deal with the devil. You know what I'm saying? You have a whole lot of football players on the football team. On these football teams that made a deal with the devil. That's why they played football. You got a whole lot of people that is rapping and making music. Because they make a deal with the devil. Go ahead. Okay, verse 21. But the people took of the spoil sheep and oxen. Mm-mm-mm. Took of the spoil sheep and oxen. Go ahead. The chief of the things which should have been utterly destroyed. The chief, the best of the things which utterly should have been destroyed. He de- They destroyed all of the things that don't work. I'm going to give you an example. You got two bikes. One is a good bike. Everything works on it. And the other one, the front tire is flat. They went and destroyed the bike with the front tire being flat. They destroyed that and kept the good bike. You have two cars, one with a blown head gasket and the other one with no problems with it. They destroyed the one with the blown head gasket and kept the new car. You know what I'm saying? You got, you know what I'm saying? One pair of sneakers that's talking in the front and the other pair of sneakers that's brand new. They destroyed those pair of sneakers that's talking in the front 
and kept a brand new pair. What's the purpose? The Lord told you to destroy them all. Go ahead. To sacrifice unto the Lord thy God in uh, Gilgad. Mm-hmm. Verse 22. And Samuel said, Has the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices? Look, has the Lord delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices? Have the what? So so you telling me you going to you know what I'm saying worship Christmas, celebrate Christmas, and say you doing it and give stuff to the poor and say you're doing it for the Lord. God bless you. Because when you say God bless you, you 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 saying that you're doing this for the Lord. Well on Thanksgiving, when you give away plates of food and you say God bless you, you know you you're saying you're doing this for the Lord. You don't say. Go ahead. As in obeying the voice of the Lord. Go as ahead. In, mm-hmm. quick, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, behold, to obey is better than sacrifice. You hear that? To obey the Lord is better than you giving away turkeys on Thanksgiving. To obey the Lord is better than you cooking and having your family come over on Christmas. (laughs) You see? To obey the Lord is better than you getting your wife or woman a box of chocolate on Valentine's Day. To obey the Lord is better than the sacrifice of devils. Because that's what you're doing. When you are participating and doing the things that you want to do, you are sacrificing unto devils and not the Lord. Go ahead. To hearken then the fat of rams. Mm-hmm. Verse 23. Mm-hmm. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. Ooh, ooh, that cuts. That cuts. So what does that mean? If somebody, if the prophet of the Lord told you that you're saying that these pastors are liars, if you're not being fed or being taught nothing in these churches, come out of them. Go to where you're being fed at. But if you rebel and you still continue to do that, it says it's as of witchcraft. You rebellion is just like you doing witchcraft. You know what I'm saying? If you still continue to celebrate your birthday when the prophets of the Lord told you that your birthday was pagan and you still can do continue to do it, well, you are rebelling. And that is the, like the sin of witchcraft. I didn't say this. The Lord said this. Go ahead. And stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Ooh, stubbornness as of sin and adultery. You know what I'm saying? You being stubborn and being ignorant, you know what I'm saying? Being stubborn and not obeying is like you are sinning. What's stubbornness, Sister Smith? Uh, doing what you want to do no matter what nobody else say. This is what I want to do and this is what I'm going to do. There you go. 
the Bible says that is as of wickedness and sin. Oh my. Go ahead. Because thou has rejected the word of the Lord, he has also rejected thee from being king. Mm -mm -mm. And that is what you do not want the Lord to do. Reject you. When you break these commandments, when you don't do the will of the Lord, what do he do? He rejects you because you rejected him. When you reject the truth, when you reject these commandments, you reject him. When the Lord say do something, do it. Go ahead. Okay, we're going to the book of Esther. Um, again. Um, let me see. Yeah, we're just going to go... We're just going to go over Esther chapter 3, and then we're going to go ahead and close out because we just about summed up what this holy day means. So okay. we're just going to go over chapter 3 of Esther um, to let you know the identifying marks. Go okay. ahead. Okay, just a minute. Okay, chapter 3. Verse 1. I mean, you said... Just three verse three. 1. You got it right. 3 verse 1. Okay. Mm-hmm. 3 verse 1. After these things did King Ahasuerus promote Haman, the son of Hamida, and, I mean, the... The, Ag- the Haggite. The Haggite. Mm-hmm. And advanced him and advance him, so gave him power. So this Edomite, this tabernacle of Edom, this, you know what I'm saying, Bill Gates' relatives was promoted above the the people in the kingdom of Hasasuerus. He was promoted, you know what I'm saying? And the, sa- the same way that you, who is over us today, the same people, the same families, the same family lines own all of the companies. Go ahead. And set his seat above all the prince that were with him. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Verse 2. And all the king's servants that were in the king's gate Bowed and revenged Haman and revenged Haman for the king had so commanded. So everybody was bowing to this white man. Everybody was bowing and referencing this white man. The same way, guess what? The same way this Edomite, you know what I'm saying? This Edomite's family had us bowing to a white man. Sister Smith? Yes. What white man have Esau had us all, had us all at one point in time bowing to? Jesus. (laughs) You got that right. You got that right. You know what I'm saying? After the Renaissance ages, you know what I'm saying? 
Emelec came rising back up. And he made sure that we bowed to the white man. <laughs> by, you know what I'm saying, by Pope Alexander, you know what I'm saying, paying Leonardo da Vinci to paint a picture, an image of his son so that we can once bow back down to the white man. And for years, matter of fact, to be exact, 350 years we've been bowing to the white man to that same Rodrigo the the head of the Boger family we have been bowing to for 350 years to be exact (coughs) And and guess what to this day we still have Hebrews we still have Negroes, Haitians, and a whole lot of the Northern Kingdom, a whole lot of the Latin Kingdom, are still doing that same exact thing, bowing down to Haman's relatives. Bowing down to Haman's relatives. Go ahead. Concerning him. But Mordecai bowed not. But Mordecai bowed not. You know what I'm saying? You listen. One thing about them Jamaicans, you know what I'm saying? They are tough. You know what I'm saying? You got to see them on Jamaica Avenue. You know what I'm saying? Or in Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? You ain't gonna just run any old thing by a Jamaican. You know what I'm saying? Chuh! Bumba Clyde told me to sit by downtown. Bumba's Clyde. Chuh! They love saying that. Chuh! I don't even know what that means. But they love saying that. Chuh! You can imagine this Jamaican said that they bold with it. Them Jamaicans is bold with it. You can't, you know what I'm saying? Go ahead. Nor did him reverence. Reverence, reverence, uh huh. Reverence. Then the king's servant. Mm-hmm. Then the king's servant, which was in the king's gate, said unto Mordecai, Why transgressed thou the king's commandment? You hear that? Then the nosy ass servants, the same thing, you know what I'm saying, the servants, the Hebrews did when Moses killed the Egyptian for his brothers. His brothers turned against Moses, you know what I'm saying, wanting to tell on Moses for killing the Egyptian. The same thing they're doing here. Mordecai is standing up for what he believes in, and his fellow brethren or the king's servants, yo, why are you doing that? You got to bow to Massa. I'm, I'm going to go tell Massa. Go ahead. Verse 4. Now it came to pass when they spoke daily unto him. So they were speaking daily. So they was, they was one after another coming to Mordecai. Yo, why are you doing this, man? You're going to get us all in trouble. You're going to get us all killed. You better submit. Go ahead. And he hearkened not unto them. That's just like a Jamaican. <laughs> sure. 
me bow down to the white man. I'll go back to Jamaica before I bow down to the white man. Sure. <laughs> you got to go to Eastern Parkway. You know what I'm saying? And you tra- and you talk to a Jamaican. You can, if you having a regular conversation with a Jamaican from a distance, you can swear up and down that you are getting into an argument with that Jamaican. But y'all having a regular conversation. <laughs> but it looks like y'all arguing. Sure. You seen the video game that that video game? Sure. <laughs> you just went up and down. Y'all fighting. <laughs> Boom, my God. <laughs> Go ahead. That they told Haman to see whether Mordecai's matter would stand. Mm-hmm. They told Haman. They all told Haman. You know what I'm saying? To see. You know what I'm saying? If Mordecai. Well, Mordecai's words would stand. They already knew Mordecai's words wasn't going to stand. Because they already knew how wicked this beast, you know what I'm saying, Haman was. They wanted to see Mordecai punished. Go ahead. For he had told them that he was a Jew. Mm-hmm. Verse 5. And when Haman saw that Mordecai bowed not, nor did him reverence. Then was Haman full of wrath. He was full of wrath. He said, what is this nigga? Not bound to me? I got something for him. Go ahead. Verse 6. And he thought scorn, through scorn to lay hands on Mordecai alone. Mm-mm. He wanted to lay hands on Mordecai. Go ahead. But instead, just like the white devil he is, he seeked out crafty counsel on how to destroy not only Mordecai, but every single Israelite in that region. Go ahead. For well, they have shooed him, the people of Mordecai. See, they have showed him all of the Israelites. So, this is not only affected Mordecai, it's also affected all. This is Haman. Instead of laying hands on Mordecai, this devil said, Uh-uh. I want more. I'm not only going to get Mordecai. I'm going to make an example. I'm going to get them all. Go ahead. Wherefore, Haman sought to destroy all the Jews that were throughout the whole kingdom. That was throughout the whole kingdom. Go ahead. Of Ahasuerus. Even the people of Mordecai. Mordecai. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Verse 7. In the first month, that is the month Nisan. Nisan. Mm-hmm. In the twelfth year of King Ahasuerus. Wait a minute. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. They cast lots. They cast per. That is the lot. You know what I'm saying? What is per? What is the lot? That is gamble. They gambling. You know what I'm saying? It's the same thing that they did at the feet of Yeshia when they was gambling. It says they cast lots 
for your shyest clothes. That's in the book of Matthew. They cast lots for your shyest clothes. They was gambling and say, oh, I got that scarf. You know what I'm saying? No, I got those pants. I got this. They was gambling for your shyest clothes. The same way this white devil was gambling and casting lots on how they was going to set to destroy every Israelite. It was gambling for your life. The same way on those cargoes or on those auction blocks, what did they do to us? They gambled. 45, 55, 65, 75, sold to Mr. Smith. Sold to Mr. Johnson. Sold, sold. They always cast lots. Go ahead. That is the lot before payment from day to day and from month to month. So they was doing this from day to day. Every day they woke up, they gathered together. From month to month, they woke up, they gathered together and plotted and plotted. They they did this from month to month, from day to day. The only thing that was on this devil's mind was how to destroy you Israelites. The same way today. Haman's family today, everything that's on his mind, the only thing that's on his mind is how he's going to destroy you Israelites. You know what I'm saying? From that needle juice, beetle juice, to, you know what I'm saying, to separation, to, you know what I'm saying, to now taking away the real poultry and giving you fake poultry. You know, it's protein and it's healthy to eat real poultry. It's unhealthy to eat fake poultry. It's healthy to eat real vegetables. It is unhealthy to eat unreal vegetables. To this day, they have casted lots on how to continue to destroy you. To break down your immune system. If your body don't get the natural ingredients it needs, then your body will be weakened naturally. Go ahead. To the 12th month, that is the month of God. To the 12th month, that is the month of God. So all year, all year, amen, was plotting on how to destroy you. All the way up until the last month of the year, which is Adar, which we are in today, which is February. Go ahead. Verse 8. And Haman said unto King Ahasuerus, There is a certain people scattered abroad and dispersed among the people in all the province of thy kingdom. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. And their laws are diverse from all people. Go ahead. Neither keep they the king's laws. Neither keep they the king's laws. Go ahead. 
Therefore, it is not for the king's prophet to suffer them. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Verse 9. If it please the king, let it be written that they may be destroyed. If it please the king, let it be written that they may be destroyed. This is what Esau's agenda is. Don't think that you can be equal with Esau. Don't listen to Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King's agenda was for you to think that you can be equal with Esau. You cannot be equal with Esau. Esau don't want to be equal with nobody. He pretends to be equal with you just so that he can take over. He pretended to be equal with the natives just to take over. He goes into other people's country, pretends to be equal with them, and then take over. He pretended to be equal with the Africans. The Africans was joined in with him to destroy us. And then after they destroyed us, the white man took over Africa. <laughs> That's Esau. That's Haman. Go ahead. And I will pay 10,000 talents of silver to the hands of those that have the charge of the business. Mercenaries. Mercenaries to destroy, to destroy Israel. That's what, that, this, that is the, this is the reason why. And now we're gonna we're gonna end it right there, Sister Smith. Okay. That is the reason why we celebrate Purim. Because they cast lots to destroy us. And guess what? The Lord took what Esau had for our destruction, and Esau fell right into his own trap. Esau was fell right into it. So that's why on this day and tomorrow, we are to relax, we are to rest, we are to feast, we are to drink, and we are to give portions to one another, and we are to give gifts to the poor. Oh, no. That is our Christmas. Amen. All right. Thank you for that, Sister Smith. You're welcome. We've been on a roll all day today, and we still ain't finished because we still got to go back over to YouTube at 1 o'clock and continue the Feast of Purim Marathon. <laughs> Make sure you guys hit that like button if you guys if you haven't done so already. If you are new to this page, hit that follow button and turn on your notification bells. And uh, let's get to these questions or comments. Sister Big Brim. Sister Harvey is watching. Marco James, good evening, everyone. Patricia House is watching. Felsi Chanel, evening, Pastor. Chandra Lavelle is watching. Sister Harvey, happy Feast of Pure Room, everyone. Fonda Carroll, good evening, Saints. Happy Feast of Pure Room. And she sent you 200 stars. Sister Fonda Carroll, blessings and peace be unto you. A higher bless you, Sister Carroll. Stephanie Smith, happy feast of Purim, Pastor Smith, Sister Smith, Sister Dana, Sister Big D. Gwen, Sister Teresa, Brother Monday, blessings to the saints and speakers panel. 
Happy Feast of Purim, Stephanie. Lisa Patterson sent you 99 stars, Pastor. Sister Lisa Patterson, blessings and peace be unto you. Higher bless you, Sister Patterson. Excuse me. Stephanie. Oh, oh, hold on. Uh, Excuse me. Sister Spencer. Uh, I would like to say, Sister Harvey, we did receive it, and thank you. Amen, amen. Stephanie Smith sent you 50 stars, Pastor. Sister Stephanie, Ohio, bless you. Blessings and peace be unto you, Sister Stephanie. Mika Flo, good evening, everyone. Debbie Harvey Mobley sent you 50 stars. Sister Mobley, blessings and peace be unto you. Ohio, bless you, Sister Mobley. Derek Hall, good evening, Pastor Michael Smith and everybody, and blessings to the Most High. Debbie Harmon Mobley, good evening, everyone. Melanie Baron, good evening, Pastor Smith and Sister Smith and Sister Victim Grin and Sister Dana. Happy Feast of Purim, everyone. Good evening, Melanie. John Frazier, happy Feast of Purim and a higher blessings to you all, Pastor Smith and everyone. Gary John, good night. Good night, Pastor Smith. I hope all is well with you and Sister Smith and Sister Big D. Brennan. A higher blessings to you all. Good night, Gary John, and a higher blessings to you. John Frazier sent you 50 stars, Pastor. Brother Frazier, blessings and peace be unto you, Brother Frazier. Higher bless you. Beth Wolf, happy feast of Purim. Patricia House. Hello and blessings upon us all tonight, Ohio's children. This Purimah festivity that was hitting from us. Thank you, Pastor Sister Smith, all co-hosts, Sister Smith, Big Graham, Dana, Teresa, Harvey, Chantel, Brother Monday, brothers and sisters, newcomers. Thank you, Shia. We are learning his way with true scripture. Let us keep feasting, learning, and loving in Ohio. Amen and shalom. Tiffany Rodriguez, hi, beautiful family. Patricia House, what's done in heaven is done on earth. Amen. Marco James, keep every feast day on the right month and day it's on. Jasper Sanders, Valentine is a very evil. They just covering up, but it all is being revealed in these times. Yeah, just turn that heart sideways. Tell me what you look like. Go ahead. Jasper Sanders, hey everyone, I'm here tonight. Angela Faye Calloway, a higher blessings, everyone. Marco James, I'm giving drink offerings and food to the most high, a higher. Um, Pastor, I just got one quick question. Mm-hmm. When you turn the heart sideways, it's two things that they kind of remind me of. What's that? It's, it is one like the um the the men genitalia, or is it like the bottom? Of a butt? It's an ass. Yes, it is. Okay. It's an ass. <laughs> okay. It, 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 it's really homosexuality. It really promotes. Um, and the reason why it's red is because, see, the origin of it is they used to um, cut dog skin. And they used to, like, fashion the dog skin, like, as, in a, as a belt. And they used to beat each other with it. And the bloodiest one, the bloodiest people is the the people that is the most people that is loved and wants to have sex with. Mm. So if 
you come go back in your house and you are not bloody, it means that nobody wanted you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But if you was bloody all over, it means that you, everybody wanted you to have sex with you. Now, if the heathen women don't get a Valentine's Day or chocolate or candy or roses, how do they feel? They feel mad. <laughs> feel like and nobody like, wants them, right? Yeah. <laughs> the same way with, you know what I'm saying, you don't get no candy, no hearts, nothing like that. That's the same way. That is mm. what that day is about. It's all about beatings and whippings and, you know what I'm saying, it's the same way, you know what I'm saying, you have um, Michael Jackson and Peter Pan. Michael Jackson said that he was Peter Pan. He said he operate in the spirit of Peter Pan. Now, when you see the fictional character Peter Pan, you would think he's pretty gay. Yeah. Lying around in his green tights with a wand and some wings. You would mm-hmm. think he's pretty gay. You would think he was innocent, but if you research the Pan God, P-A-N God, that's where Peter Pan comes from, the Pan God. And what is the origin of the Pan God? Well, the Pan God loves little boys, little children. And what do the Pan God do to the little children? Torture little children, beat little children, kill little children, and molest little children. Mm, mm, mm. That's what the that's the traits of the pan god. And Michael Jackson says that he was Peter Pan. And then he gets the Neverland Ranch. And then he have little children in his bed. He was operating in the spirit of the pan god. See these origins and these these satanic Holidays, you have to know the true origin of them. And once you find out, you will understand. You know what I'm saying? Valentine's Day is all about beatings and sex and orgies and homosexuals. Go ahead. Candy Cane, good evening, Pastor Smith and everyone. Arthur C. Lyons, thanks for the peak. Thanks for the feed on Pastor. Patricia House, I missed the purity teaching but listen to the replay. Beautiful lesson, Pastor and Sister Smith. Patricia House, my phone internet has been acting up. Notifications sometimes fail. Mika Flo sent you 50 stars. Sister Mika Flo, blessings and peace be unto you, Sister Mika Flo. How you bless you? Geraldine Hughes, hi everyone. Stephanie Smith, preach. Tina Hakima Womack, good evening, good night, everyone. Tina Hakima Womack sent you 100 stars. Sister Hakima Womack, blessings and peace be unto you, Sister Womack. How you bless you? Patricia House, the military, they warned everyone to stay inside. Lock your doors because the aliens are real. I think this is another plot to cover up and destroy something else. That's vital to us. Two trains derailed trying to keep products from reaching the merchant stores, etc. 
best one. Dang it. Really is a bad day when you got to be mad at yourself by yourself. Laughing emojis. Tiffany James, happy feast of Purim. Stephanie Smith, and they let others now too. Angela Fay Calloway. Exactly. I know a lot of people like that. That's a miserable souls. I separate myself from them types. They just like the weather. Stephanie Smith, so true to keep your peace to separate from them. Beth Wolf, Angela Faye Calloway, me too, sister. I don't do grouchy ass people. Stephanie Smith, I meant to say no, because they give to get attention. Beth Wolf, Stephanie Smith, yes. Bridget Bellamy is watching. Stephanie Smith, that's right, Sister Beth. That's people that's still singing and still sinning and say that they are serving the Lord. They slip is showing. John Mock, talk for the Soul Illuminati Radio. Beth Wolf, Stephanie Smith, right here. Right there, there's a God knows my heart, people. Stephanie Smith, tell it, Sister Beth. Kim Toy Perry is watching. Sharani Harrison, Gorilla also. Tina Hakima Womack, multiple laughing emojis. Stephanie Smith, Pastor, you just told them we have the power. We just have to identify our gift. Beth Wolf, so right, Pastor. We're the best at whatever we put our hands to. A hundred, even telling a lie. John Frazier, good teaching. Stephanie Smith, the slick, the sly, and the wicked. Beth Wolf, set up to be king and then turned and did some old dumb shit, just like us today. John Frazier, right? Amen. Sister Serena Simmons is watching. Stephanie Smith, the mic dropped. Beth Wolf, all dressed in red and black, or red and pink, or red and red, and having a good time in their foolishness for something they don't even know the meaning of. Mika Flo, that's a lot, soul. Thanks a lot, soul, wherever the hell he is at. Patricia Williams, amen. Stephanie Smith, amen, Sister Beth, especially during the Super Bowl when Rihanna was all in red and she put that hand up her, and she put her hand up her butt. Yeah, yeah, and also, you know what I'm saying, Sister Smith, what deity was she promoting, identifying with that color she had on? Shango. Shango, you know what I'm saying? She did her job practicing that African religion, pushing that deity, and gave that energy from a whole lot of people. Thank you for that, Sister Smith. Go ahead. Beth Wolf, Stephanie Smith, what? Didn't watch it or see any highlights, but Patricia Williams, thank you both. Stephanie Smith, it was so evident that there what their agenda was. I saw it on Tommy Page. I watched it on my own to see what she was just representing. So much imagery. Patricia House. Hello, Sister Stephanie. Don't see your comments. Only comments being answered back to you. John Frazier. They always say Jesus is the reason for the season at Christmas time. Laughing emoji. Stephanie Smith. Yes, they do, Brother John Frazier. 
Beth Wolf or the or this one. Let's keep Christ in Christmas. Fonda <laughs> Carol, Amen. Sister Smith, Rihanna also looks pregnant again too. Stephanie Smith, yes sir. Beth Wolf, I did hear about that though. John Fraser, yeah, Amen. yeah. Uh, after she gave birth to her baby in November. Um, what month was that when ASAP Rocky got arrested going through the airport? Do you know, Sister that Big Brother? That was, I think that was like in the spring. Last spring, right before they was going to Barbados, I think. They were going somewhere. I don't think that was in the springtime. I think that was damn near in the fall. Because I did a report on it when he got arrested going through the airport. That was born towards the fall. And Rihanna was still pregnant then. Because Rihanna was still in Barbados. And ASAP Rocky was going through the airport by himself. He came back from Barbados by himself. And he was. All right, it happened August 17th. Yeah, it was, like I said, it was in the fall. It was uh-huh. in the fall. I know. Because me and Sister Smith, we did the report. And mm-hmm. Rihanna was still in Barbados. And ASAP Rocky was going through the airport, came back from Barbados by himself. And that, and I was, and then when I did the report, I said, why didn't he come back with, with Rihanna? Did Rihanna set him up? <laughs> Because as soon as he came through the airport, they arrested him. And she was still pregnant then. Mm-hmm. When she, and when she had the baby, it was in November that she announced that they had the baby. But yet they said she... The baby was not... I think the baby was nine months old now. I said, how was that? She just had the baby in November. Not only November, the middle of November. Okay, so you have December and then you have January. About two and a half months. Now she's pregnant again. What you saying? That's a hamburger and her stomach? I'm saying that that's not a damn baby. (laughs) It's a goat. (laughs) But you see, they do these things... Because they know that the majority of the world is high and doped up on the dope and drugs that they push in the world. And being that the most of the world is high and doped up, you ain't going to see the truth. <laughs> you just going to see what they push. Oh, I'm pregnant again. How? They're just using that for, um, um, using that for that terrible performance. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> How, you know what I'm saying? Because the Super Bowl was in Glendale, Arizona. The Phoenix Sun, the, you know what I'm saying? The Sun, on a Sunday, you know what I'm saying? So gave birth to Tammuz without a man. We know that somebody who feels empowered with, when they wear women's clothing is not going up in Rihanna. ASAP. We're not going to believe that. 
We're not going to believe that you pregnant again. <laughs> Just two months, two and a half months later. After having your first damn child. Or so-called having your first child. Mm-mm-mm. Wait a minute. Go ahead. That's Wolf sent you 50 stars. Sister Wolf, I highly bless you. Blessings and peace be unto you. Jasper Sanders, music, rap music also. Stephanie Smith, display all the truths to us, Pastor Smith. Stephanie Smith, mind shares with a hot iron. Mika Flow, Pastor, you are dropping true diamonds. Marvin James, it was on the thumbnail of IUIC saying that. Patricia House, Pastor, they got an alert going on all over the world. Military jets are flying everywhere. Soldiers are parachuting from the skies saying these are aliens. They just came out of a secret meeting. My son is staying updated on this alert. How all this is happening, earthquakes, floods, all at once. Ahaya is angry. These balloons are disappearing when attacked. Um. Nah. Mm-mm. When the so-called aliens come, we know they're not aliens. But when the so-called aliens come, they're going to come and do damage. They're not going to come and just sit and play with you. When those four angels be, is alerted to stop holding back the four winds, it's going to be dangerous. Those are not aliens. That is the elites playing with you. <laughs> Because when those angels, because we know what chariots are. Chariots are the vehicles that the angels drive in. And they're not going to play with you. They, when the, see, the the angels of the Lord is not like Saul. (laughs) Saul was given a message and given a mission and messed up. When the angels are given a mission, they all go to accomplish that. I give you an example. When the Lord sent that death angel through Egypt to kill all of the firstborn of everything in Egypt, did that angel play with Egypt or did that angel did what he was sent to do? He did what he was sent to do and to the point that if you didn't have the blood on your doorpost, he would have killed you. <laughs> so, 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 them angels ain't nothing to play with. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> ain't nothing to play with. Every every male firstborn roach was dead. Every male firstborn mosquito was dead. Every male, male firstborn everything in Egypt was dead. Those angels don't play. The same way the angels that the Lord got camped the angels that the Lord got camped around his people don't play. Let a heathen try to run up on a child of God. Let a heathen try to let, let him. Let him try. He'll be sorry. Because when the Lord sends them angels to watch you, that's their job to watch you. And you best believe if somebody comes to try to harm you, there's a problem. 
Go ahead. Marco James, awesome lesson pastor. Wallace Mayfield, happy feast. Charles Freeman, amen everyone, happy feast of Purim. Stephanie Smith, lovely lesson on tonight. Tiffany James, wonderful lesson this evening, pastor. Wallace Mayfield, I want to shoot all the hearts. Stephanie Smith, my God, laughing emojis. Patricia House, a blessed Purim lesson, pastor, co-host, panel, good night to everyone. May Christ you shine and keep protecting us all. Patricia Williams, oh my. Stephanie Smith, hello, Sister House. Still can't see some other pages, neither. Patricia House, I think Easter, they all are getting afraid. And that's going to end the comment board for this evening, Pastor. Okay, okay. Make sure you guys hit that like button if you haven't done so already. If you're new to this page, hit that follow button and turn on your notification bells. And uh, thank you for that, Sister Big Brim. And let's go ahead and get to these final thoughts. Brother Monday. Go on once. Go on twice. Go on three times. Man, Sister Smith. Happy Feast of Purim. All praises due to higher. And everyone have a good night. That's right. Happy Feast of Purim. Hope you had enjoyed your Feast of Purim. All right. Sister Big Red. I just want to say happy Feast of Purim to everyone. And good night to everyone on the comment board. And my brothers and sisters in the group. An awesome lesson. Pastor this afternoon and this evening. And see everyone tomorrow at 9. Okay, okay. That's Sister Big Brim and Sister Day Day. Give her a minute. She's probably having the trouble with her phone. Going once. Going twice. Going three times. I'm here, I'm here. Here she go. <laughs> I just want to say hi, blessings to everybody, and have a good night. Welcome to Super One. Amen, amen. That's Sister Day Day and Sister Teresa. Um, thank you, Pastor. Sister Smith for reading. Pastor for breaking it down. And happy Premier's Day to everyone. Thank you, Stephanie um, Smith and Patricia House and um, Miss Harvey and everyone over there with you guys. Thank all of you, my family, right here on the panel with me. Um, happy Prime's Day to you guys as well. Happy Feast of One, Sister. Okay, okay, that's Sister Teresa. And anybody else in the group have any questions or comments before we close out? And we will see you guys tomorrow evening at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. All right. Our Father, Our Father, which are in heaven. Which are Hallowed be thy name. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. Thy will be done. On earth. On earth. As it is in heaven. As it is in heaven. Give us this day. Give us this day. Our daily bread. Our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses. Forgive us in our trespasses. As we forgive those that trespass against us. As we forgive those that trespass against us. 
Lead us not into temptation. Lead us not into temptation. But deliver us from evil. But deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom. For thine is the kingdom. The power and the glory. The power and the glory. Forever and ever. Forever and ever. Amen. Amen. All right, and we will see you guys tomorrow evening at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Mahaya, bless you all. I really appreciate you, Pastor, Mrs. Mm-hmm. Smith. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Hey. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night.